0: Hi everyone, Lauren here. Welcome to my podcast. I am taking a walk right now and I wanted to use this opportunity to record because I really don't feel like listening to music. I've had the worst headache like all day (laughs) and it's probably from so many different things. I think for one, I'm super dehydrated. Like today, I didn't drink anything until five o'clock and it's currently 5:33. I drink a huge pumpkin spice coffee. Can I just say I have never had pumpkin spice coffee in my life until this year. Like I'm 28 years old. I've never tried it. <laughs> and I tried it a couple weeks ago and now it's really bad. Like I'm craving it every single day. And I have to be like Lauren Spending $7 on an iced latte every day is really not necessary for your physical or your mental health. So I need to cut it down to like once at most twice a week just for my own sanity, health, and budget. <laughs> but it was really friggin' delicious. But anyway, I drank one of those and I realized, wow, I haven't drank anything. And something that really helps me when I don't feel well is like pediolite. I had a old friend give me Pedialyte back when I had alcohol poisoning a couple of years ago <laughs> and it worked like a miracle, it was like the ultimate cure. So now whenever I'm not feeling well, I'm like I need to go to the store and buy Pedialyte. So I bought a Gatorade instead because it's cheaper and I told myself I need to drink this bottle by the end of the night. like forcing myself to get liquids down. That's probably partially part of the reason why I have a headache. I'm also on my period really thankful. I have my period because I, I get so nervous anytime I have sex and I had sex for the first time, like last week. And this week my period was late naturally because the universe loves scaring me. And I'm really happy I got my period, but that could be why. And it could also be like medication. It could really be anything. So all in that to say, hydrate and take care of yourself. I-, I still wanted to get my physical movement in because I've been working out every day and I didn't wanna lose entirely out on my workout. So I figured taking a nice walk, it really is so beautiful here today. Long Island has a really nice time frame for maybe three weeks total, where the weather is super folly, romantic, just dreamy. And I think this is the last week of it before we just transition to an automatic winter and it just sucks and it rains. So I'm taking in the beautiful autumn of Long Island before everything goes to shit. So in today's podcast... I wanted to talk about a couple of different things and I apologize again for the sound quality potentially sucking because I am outside and taking a walk. But when I think about it, when you have a conversation with someone, there always is background noise. So I really don't give a shit if it's not perfect. I didn't make this podcast to be perfect, y'all. I just made it to talk about real shit. So anyway, um, I wanted to take this podcast opportunity to just talk about what i'm going through right now i feel at this very strange point in my life right now where i am at kind of like a crossroads oh there's a black squirrel how cute i love squirrels there's a black squirrel crossing the road i pray he gets across the road safely people really don't give a shit like they don't care if an animal is crossing the road like can you fucking stop your car please for two minutes at the most and just let the geese cross the goddamn road like I hate seeing roadkill I fucking hate it it's so upsetting I would legitimately rather see a dead person on the side of the street than a dead squirrel on the side of the street (laughs) so anyway talk about what I'm going through because right now I feel like I'm at this really odd place in my life like a, a crossroads where I don't know where the fuck to go and I feel like I'm being pulled in so many different directions that I feel immense pressure to make a decision and that's probably not the best mind frame to be going into making a life-changing decision is feeling pressured but when your circumstances are so unsettling and when you're feeling so kind of desperate to get out of a situation or circumstance you're experiencing you can kind of feel desperate and like want to get it moving along so that's kind of where I am and I'm just at this point where there's been so much change this last year so much transition so much loss like I've had so many losses this year it's unbelievable (laughs) I hope that at least that means that I'm good for the next couple of years but there's been so much change right and I'm almost 30 years old now and I've had this idea when I wake up in the morning that there needs to be more to life like this can't be all that there is because my life just feels so unfulfilling and I think one of the main goals I've had for my life and perhaps you have too is like living a meaningful life I don't have to be a billionaire. Although that would be really nice, but I just want to feel like I'm living my purpose, you know? I want to feel like I'm making an impact. I want to feel like I'm helping people. I'm serving the collective like what I do matters. And I don't feel that right now. I think right now I feel really lonely. And I've always had this pattern in my life of feeling like I don't belong and kind of like an outsider, or an outcast. And I'm at a point where I'm just like I don't want to do this anymore and so as many of you know um, in the springtime summertime I went to Europe and you know the last time I went to Europe in 2018 I went to Romania and Germany and it was probably one of the best memories like the happiest memory of my life so I went back to Europe this year I went to Italy and Greece and Although it wasn't one of the happiest memories of my life, I did feel this gravitational pull to go back. And I feel like I must have had one, two, multiple past lives in Europe because I just feel this immense soul connection with the country and, um, well, the continent, (laughs) the continent because all of the countries I've been to, like it just felt, I don't know what the right word is, but I just felt like I was meant to be there, you know? Like my work wasn't done there. And so I left and ever since I've gotten back home to the United States, I've just felt kind of bummed, like depressed, you know? And I've just been wanting to go back. So I started my search for a remote job, a job where I can work from anywhere so that I can move to Europe. And I don't wanna stay stagnant. I have about two years, one or two years until I'm done with my PhD program and I'll have to come back to the States to you know, be a licensed psychologist. But within those two years, I feel like I wanna jump out of the nest. I wanna feel the freedom. I wanna feel the liberation. I wanna explore, be curious, go on adventures. And develop my independence, like prove to myself that I am capable of living on my own, doing things on my own, because my whole life, whether it be from family or by proxy of society or friends, like people have told me I can't do a lot of things. And that formed a pretty limiting belief in my head, because when people tell you something about who and what you are over and over and over again, your whole life it starts to feel true like you start to make it a part of your identity and I've been trying to detach and separate myself from my old version of who I was told I am and who I'm meant to be so today I decided that I made a deadline for myself and that deadline is December 31st 2022 that in January of 2023, I will be living in Europe. And something about me is that like, when I put my mind to something and I want something, I will really stop at nothing until I get it. So with that being said, I made the choice to hire a job hunting coach. She's like a career counselor. And we're going to go all in on finding your girl a job because nothing's panned out the last three months i've applied to i don't know 300 something places and i i haven't gotten one interview guys so i'm like something needs to give and i felt so many mixed emotions around that like it's hard to not take it personally when every everyone everybody and everything is rejecting you (laughs) so i started to believe well maybe it's just like not the right time Maybe that's just a sign from source that I'm meant to kind of grow where I've been planted, which is Long Island. But I have to tell you, um, I do not want to spend another winter here. Hell, I don't want to spend another six months here. And I was feeling like my fate was in the hands of someone hiring me. Like unless I can find a virtual work from anywhere job that pays, I don't know, like 40 plus an hour, then I, I am stuck here. And one thing that's really triggering to me that I don't like feeling is stuck because I felt so stuck throughout so many points in my life where I felt helpless. I felt powerless. And I was feeling that again through this whole job search where I felt so out of control of my own fate and I felt like my destiny was in the hands of a a potential employer to offer me a job for X, Y, and Z conditions, right? So today I just said to myself, Lauren, fuck that. Like, fuck that. That's not true. You were the author of your own life. And I said to myself, you know what? January is my deadline. If I haven't got a job by then, then I'll fucking figure it out. You know, I said to myself also that I have other options, too. And that if worse comes to worse, you know, I could just get a job in a coffee shop. And that would be a wonderful, beautiful way for me to, one, learn Spanish because I am planning to move to Spain. Uh, I have roots and heritage rooted in Spain. And I've never been there before, but I've always, you know, I grew up raised Italian. I never knew what I was because I was adopted. But, you know, my whole mom's family is Latin American. And then my birth father apparently is European and mostly Spain, like Spaniard. So I want to explore that side of myself that I never got to experience. And I said, if worse comes to worse, girl, you could just get a job at like a gift store, you know, (laughs) and um, like, it's, it's not like I don't have any options. (laughs) I could even get a part time job, you know. Um, And I've been looking into doing au pair. I think that's what's called au pair where it's like you find a host family and that's an exchange for free room and board, you do like cleaning or shopping or cooking and taking care of the kids for them. So I have so many options. And one thing I know about life is that it sucks when you feel confined, when you feel like there are no options, there are no choices. So I made that decision. And I want to share that news with all of you that as of January 2023, I will not be in America anymore. I will be in Spain or Italy or Portugal I want to go to Ireland I want to go definitely back to Italy for sure Spain I'd probably spend the majority of my time there but I also want to explore Portugal and other countries surrounding countries Greece and I I want to do this all by myself like I want to be a solo traveler because I've never traveled alone before and I think that It would be a beautiful experience for me to just learn so much about myself and discover there's so much more out there to life guys than what we see and i think traveling has shown me that like there's so much more to life than where you are right now and it's it's easy to forget that and i I recognize traveling everyone wants to travel right like when you ask anyone they're like oh i'd love to travel but it's so fucking expensive Particularly, like, crossing continents, you know? But I said to myself, you only live once, YOLO. And I don't want to regret this. There, There's a reason that I'm being so pulled in, in that direction. And I don't want to ignore it if it's my soul's calling. So I, I'm, like, very tired of ignoring my intuition and I don't want to live like that anymore you know and I, I understand to so many people like my family it's not going to be in support if anything they're just going to discourage me and tell me how irrational I'm being and it doesn't make any sense but I really don't care if it's logical and I understand the risk that I'm taking like I'm throwing I'm not throwing away but I'm letting go of a Steady income, a good job, stability, some sense of security, all for this. That's like a risk. It's a huge chance I'm taking. Who knows where I could end up? Who knows how much money I'm going to be spending? But I, I want to take that chance on myself. Like, I don't care if it makes sense to other people. It doesn't have to make sense to other people the way you live your life. It just has to resonate with you and align With you, so I'm taking that leap of faith, and I have a lot of fear because the last time I did something even remotely like this, when I quit my job back in 2020 and I was without income for like a year, and I immensely regretted it. (laughs) But you know what? I'm afraid of that happening again, but I trust that now I have the tools. And I'm better equipped to deal with the challenges that's thrown my way. Because back then, I was relying on like superstitious manifestation. Where a manifestation LOA coach told me, Oh, just quit your job and don't worry, something better will come. And then a year later and all my funds dried up. (laughs) Um, I was like, what the fuck? Nothing better came. But you know what? Something better did come. Because it landed me to my job where I am now. And I think this job is immensely expansive and I probably would have never ended up in this position had I stayed at my safe job. And sometimes I think we're so comfortable living a certain way that we trade safety for happiness because where I'm at right now, like, it's very safe. I have a roof over my head. I have a car. I have a job. Like, I have all these things. And part of me, which I think is really, like, my wounded shadow part of me, is, like, Lauren, do you really want to throw all that away for something that you don't know where you could end up? You could be, uh, God forbid, like, without a home or something on the side of the road in Spain where no one speaks English and someone can mug you and you can run out of all your, like, checking or saving or whatever. I'm, like, do you really want to take that chance? But... (laughs) I don't want to live in fear anymore. Like, I don't want to stop myself and hold myself back from following my dreams just because of fear of what if, you know? So all in that to say, like, I don't know, live big. And, and I don't know what's going to happen between now and December. Um, I really don't know. I trust that things will unfold kind of as they're supposed to. And I really do want to strengthen my trust muscle, but I have to kind of stop doing and start being is something that my friend said to me a couple of days ago. She said she wants to do less and be more. And I think that's what I need to do because at least in our society and Western culture, like you're taught... That your worth comes from your productivity and your income and how much you could accomplish and achieve. And I have subscribed to that and I don't want to do that anymore. Like, I think I've been pushing things for so long. I've been trying to desperately and, and frantically control what happens and how it happens and the timeline. But the universe really doesn't have a timeline. Like, time is a man made construct. And I just want to kind of surrender and let go of that control, that false sense of control and just say, universe, what will you have for me? Because I've doubted that so long. Like I've doubted my whole life that the universe was on my side and I truly just believe that everything was against me. Everything was working against me. I didn't have good luck. Good things happen to other people. It doesn't happen to me. I'm fucking tired of believing that living that way is so exhausting and guess what it hasn't brought me anything that i desired and i wondered maybe i i can't even manifest correctly because i see other people and they get what they want so easily but me i always feel like i'm left in the friggin' dark and i i understand that partially that's because i don't believe that i'm worthy of those things i don't feel like i deserve to be happy so naturally You're going to magnetize and attract situations to you that confirm how you feel about yourself. (laughs) But maybe it's time to just, like, start a new way of living and just, like, close this old chapter of your life that doesn't resonate with you. It's not in alignment. And frankly, it hasn't been serving you. And just open a brand new fucking page. Like, start a new book. Get a new journal, you know? and we can't change the past, but we can kind of, con- not control, but help to navigate the future. Like if you are in the driver's seat, you can point which way the steering wheel goes, you know? So although I'm feeling scared and unsure and uncomfortable because fear of the unknown, it's like hella intimidating. I am feeling really hopeful and excited And I want to believe in myself and believe that there's more out there. There's better things out there than what we've been settling for in the past. Because I recognize a lot of my unhappiness has come because I've been settling for things that make me unhappy. Like I've been settling for mediocre relationships, mediocre friends, mediocre X, Y, and Z. But you weren't put here... On this earth to be mediocre and to settle. And a lot of my own personal programming is growing up. My parents legitimately conditioned me to settle. Like my mom would always tell me, if you want more, you're selfish. It's selfish to want more. It's selfish to want better for yourself. You have to just be happy with what you have. Get what you get and don't get upset. I think a lot of us were told that. So I always would find myself like wanting what other people have, but I would say, oh no, that's not possible for me because I've lived in this confined small box that I set for myself in my head for so long. But what is it? That story where like a bird was in a cage and whenever it tried to leave the cage, people would like kick it. But then one day the people left and weren't outside of the cage anymore and the bird had the ability to free itself but it still thought the people were outside so it was staying in the cage for no fucking reason when it could have spread its wings and flew away so that's where I'm at I also wanted to talk about what I've been working on in myself lately I've been practicing setting a lot of boundaries lately which is kind of foreign for me as a recovering people-pleaser and codependent, um, I didn't know what the word boundaries was. Like, I would say yes to things and people that I did not want to say yes to just because I was upset. I was afraid of upsetting the other person. And I still do this, like, of course. It's a work in progress. But I am so much better than I was a year ago, five years ago, ten years ago even several months ago. I feel like getting out of the abusive relationship I was in has just opened my eyes to like (laughs) so many different possibilities and like shown me a side of myself that I didn't think was possible for me. I always thought I would be a doormat. I always thought I'd be the yes girl because I was so scared of saying no or setting a boundary and communicating how I truly felt and there being like repercussions or backlash or making someone angry or someone not liking me. So a few ways I've set boundaries was telling people how I really feel. Like I went on a trip to Europe with my friend and there was several events that occurred that made me feel less than good about myself. And I sucked it up the whole trip because I didn't want to rock the boat, I didn't want to step on any toes, so I didn't say anything, and then, after doing some work, once I got home, I decided to tell my friend how what she did and said and acted made me feel, and I expected like, a bad reaction, I guess, but I said to myself, Lauren, either way it's a win because if she responds poorly and gets upset and like blames you or shames you then you can end the friendship and that would be a blessing if that happened or if she responds in a kind way apologizes and acknowledges and validates how you feel then that's also a win because then you can work on the relationship and move forward and i did that and she did respond good and other ways was, um, I don't know if you've heard my latest episode with Salwa, but I told my boss about someone that was sexually harassing me at work. I blocked them. Um, I have said no to someone at work, a different person that asked me for my phone number. Whereas in the past I would have just said yes. And they regretted it because I felt awkward and put on the spot. But something else that comes to my attention is like, I want to say no and not apologize for my truth. Because a lot of times, especially as women, I feel like we want to appease everyone. So we kind of surpass what we want and how we're feeling. And we sacrifice our own inner peace for other people's well-being. So I want to get to the point one day where I say no and like, I don't apologize. I'm just unapologetically me. And I don't feel the need to make an excuse also. Because something I've always done historically is that when someone would ask me to do something, let's say someone asked me to go to the bar at like 9 o'clock on a Friday night. I really don't want to go because I don't feel that's a good environment for me. I don't like bars. But so instead of saying that, I would be like, oh, um, I'm sorry. I have something to do that night at that exact time. And I want to get to the point where I'm feeling like so empowered in who I am and how I feel that I don't even give the excuse. I just express myself truthfully because another thing like growing up, if you can relate to this, you were probably invalidated by your caregivers. You probably were either afraid of them or were told that you don't want to upset your parents. So you want to be a good little boy or girl and do what you're told and to not question others and so we're we're wired to put other people's needs first and abandoning ourselves as a result so I think by breaking up with my abusive ex this summer I told myself no more abandoning yourself you know don't what's that quote don't set yourself on fire to keep others warm I think that's super true And that's a beautiful quote, whoever coined that. (laughs) So these are the things that I'm currently going through. And I find there's a lot of boundary bullies, which I think Terry Cole, she's a psychotherapist. She talks a lot about boundary bullies. And I might have to give her podcast to listen. But there's a lot of boundary bullies at my current job that I'm working on navigating because it's like, in the workspace, in in a professional environment, I don't wanna rock the boat because we still have to be civil because we're still gonna be working together. It's not like it's a person you can be like, I don't know, hi, I don't really feel like this relationship should move forward and you can part your own ways and never see them again. It's like, you know, you still have to clock in Monday to Friday and see the people whether you want to or not. So I'm trying to navigate that with grace and um, figure that out. How can we work amongst each other respectfully while I'm honoring my space? So I think that this current job that I'm working at serves as a test to kind of teach me how to do that. Because when I was working from home and I had my remote job... I didn't have to deal with drama or co-workers kind of overriding and not caring about my boundaries, you know? So I think that this current job, although I am looking to leave it, is kind of serving as a way for me to up-level and grow. And I think that's what it's all about, is just continuing to work on ourselves and, and develop to become the most authentic version of who we were meant to be. So that's what I'm going through right now. It's a lot to unpack, even more to unload that I don't feel I have the mental capacity right now to get into, but I'm wondering if anything I said resonates with any of y'all. If any of you have moved across countries or even states by yourself, I'm kind of curious and wondering how did that go for you? How did you navigate that transition? So I would really absolutely love to hear from you and share your experience. Also, you can now find me on YouTube. I'm uploading content there occasionally. Uh, Instagram, I'm sharing a lot more of my poetry which I feel I'm going to be so inspired when I move to Europe to just create so much beautiful art. (laughs) So that's probably the number one thing that I'm looking forward to. And um, you can find me on Instagram as well, Lauren M. Coletti. I'll link it all in the show notes. And I do have an interview coming up for you all. I'm also looking to speak to someone on my show about adoption. Because as someone that is adopted, I would love to talk about like the attachment and abandonment wound that comes along with that trauma. So if anyone knows or can suggest anyone, please let me know. Also, I want to start reading Becoming the One, The Wounded Healer. And um, there was one other that I wanted to start reading. So if you have any book suggestions, I would absolutely love to hear them also as far as podcasts go what i love listening to spiritual shit by Leah lovely the expanded podcast by to be magnetic is probably my number one favorite i also love sex with emily and roxy talks in case anyone wanted to know what i'm currently listening to and enjoying um, i just love learning i love it so much There's fewer things in life that make me happier than learning. So that's it for me. I guess I will speak to you in the next episode. Also, happy Hispanic Heritage Month for all my beautiful Latinos and Latinas or Hispanic listeners. I'm sending you so much love and a big hug to celebrate you and just all the beautiful work that people of Hispanic heritage are putting out in the world and just showing up as your beautiful self every single day. Um, If I could say that in Espanol, I would, but give me time and a little leeway as I'm still learning. I've, I've tried to learn Spanish for a couple months now and it's so hard to not get frustrated. I'm like, I'm literally the worst Spanish person ever because it's so hard for me. So I'm trying to just stick with it and not get discouraged or frustrated with myself and uh, show myself a little love because we're all on a learning journey together. So I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Please feel free to reach out, say hi, and thank you so much for listening. And friends. So I don't know if I'm going to make this its own episode or add it to my last recording because I wanted to touch on this on my life update because it's pretty impactful what I am going through with this right now. So I wanted to talk about body image. And you know that saying that we probably, if you're a millennial or anyone before then, heard growing up, which was that... Children are meant to be seen and not hurt. So I absorb that through my own upbringing and programming, and I feel like the effect of this message is so detrimental to kids. And I have it on my planner to do a lot of inner, inner child work lately, um, because I've been focusing a lot on the external manifestation. But really, it all starts inside, right? And I feel like my inner child is asking to be healed, for lack of a better word, to be nurtured and seen and validated because I did not get any of my needs met growing up, like physical, emotional, mental, relational, like not, none of my needs were met. So it's been a message I've been hearing a lot lately through like coaches, even interviews I've been doing on here. And therapy is that my inner child needs me to connect with her more. So anyway, I feel like the message of children are seen and not heard is so detrimental, especially to anyone in a female body, because we're told anyway that the majority of our happiness, our ability to be loved, our success even is determined by the way that we look. And so we become these women or people it's not really binary but we become these individuals who are so hyper focused and obsessed with like getting a six-pack or looking a certain way and then we're just miserable on the inside because no matter how much validation we're getting externally we still feel empty and we still feel lost i mean at least i'll speak for myself so If you've listened to any of my episodes, you probably know that I had an eating disorder for a really long time. majority of my life has been encumbered or encompassed, engulfed, I don't know what the right word is, by disordered eating. So lately, I've been kind of going through that. I wouldn't say I have a full-blown eating disorder anymore. I haven't made myself throw up or anything like that in quite some time, but I definitely do have body dysmorphia and like obsessive tendencies when it comes to my appearance because somehow I um took on this belief that it's everything like my core wound I think is feeling unlovable so as a 20 something year old girl um adult I thought if I become sexy enough if I become desirable enough then people will love me and want me and this is completely, like, not true. Can I just say this is a fucking fallacy? Because right now, I would say I'm the most attractive I've been or felt in probably, like, a year or two. And I've never felt more alone. And um, I've realized that relying on other people to validate your worth or your sense of self, it's, it's so fleeting, Right? And shit, we age, we get old, like the body changes, our skin droops, our tummies and boobs or whatever sag. And if that's our main way of feeling loved, then we are never going to feel unconditionally accepted as who we fucking are. We're never going to feel like our worth, our value is like unshakable at the core because if it's reliant on something that's not guaranteed or changes throughout our lives then how can we feel secure how can we feel solid and stable in that we can't so anyway um i as i was talking about i went to italy and greece a couple months ago and i met a boy um every story starts with a boy doesn't it so i was planning on going back if you want to hear that story you can just tune into my older episodes but I was planning on going back so I wanted to lose weight and like get a glow up and become super hot for this guy when I came back (laughs) because when I went there I wasn't feeling super attractive I was in an abusive relationship I just felt like complete shit about myself honestly because my ex told me like I only looked good with makeup and I needed new clothes and I was dirty and my hair was disgusting and like would make comments about my body because he was so obsessed with his appearance. So anyway, I just wasn't feeling super good. So I spent thousands of dollars to get a weight loss drug. Well, it's not really a weight loss drug. It's an insulin drug called Ozempic. And um, so I get the Ozempic and I start taking it. And I lost like, I don't know how much it's been. It's been 15 pounds in a month. So I feel thinner, but even though I've lost like 20 pounds, essentially, I still look in the mirror and don't see someone that's skinny. Like I still look in the mirror and I see a project. I see, oh, well, I still have love handles on my left waist or, oh, my skin isn't perfect today or, oh, this is wrong with me. That's wrong with me. And it becomes like this competition with yourself, but there's no way to win it. Oh, hi, little baby there's a dog <laughs> um there's no way to win it because it's like the standard you're setting for yourself it just gets further and further away and I think this is why people become so addicted co- to cosmetic surgeries and stuff like that which I am guilty of like I've been getting my ex told me about uh, like a gummy smile thing because I have a gummy smile so I got Botox and then it's been kind of like you know when you get one tattoo you want to just keep getting more it becomes like addictive and you're like oh I could fix this about myself or I could change this and FYI nothing about you needs to be fixed like can you imagine how much better we would all fucking feel about ourselves if we firm held firm in the belief that we are not broken or damaged or need to be fixed in any way shape or form And as, you know, a trauma survivor, I think one of my core narratives is that I'm inherently flawed and I need to be fixed. So I've been on this lifelong quest to change myself, to kind of reach a place where I feel I can finally accept myself. But guess what? I can't because that's elusive. Like that's not it's an illusion. I meant to say that's that's not real. Because, like I said, when we rely on things outside of us to make us feel good on the inside of us, it's a battle we'll always lose. And it's like the mountain you never reach the top. So I lost all this weight on Ozempic. And I will say that I felt and I feel more confident right now. Like, I'm out taking a walk in a sports bra. Six months, a year ago, I have never fucking be seen showing my stomach. (laughs) Like... So I will say that externally, maybe I look better, but internally, I feel the most lost, confused, empty, and lonely that I have felt in a really long time, you know? So I just want to give that affirmation and acknowledgement to anyone that is struggling with their body image or anyone that feels ugly. Like I feel ugly on the inside even though maybe on the outside like i'm turning heads and getting all this male attention but you know what i've realized about that too it's fucking annoying like it's really fucking annoying to be objectified every single fucking day of my life for people to only want to talk to me and get to know me because they think that i'm hot like you wouldn't want someone to use you because they think you're sexy right like it gets to a point where i have to say to myself lauren That's not what makes you worthy. That's not what makes you lovable. And I'm talking to you. Anything I say on this podcast, by the way, I use my own personal experiences and I talk in first person, but I'm speaking to you as a friend, as a listener. So I wanted to touch on that. Also, I have a lot of fear right now, too, because I ran out of my Olympic and this girl who's about to move, like, fucking cross-continent, I am not willing to spend another few thousand dollars to upkeep this appearance, this, this mold that I created for myself because no one else is creating that mold for you, you know? Maybe as a child, yes, but now you're an adult, you can make your own decisions. So I'm feeling really nervous because I'm like, oh, shit, now that I'm stopping this drug, I'm going to gain all this weight back, And no one will love me. But guess what? No one's loving me, quote unquote, right now anyway. And that's the work. That's where I'm being, oh God, there's a dead squirrel. I can't. That's where I'm being asked to step in to that role and fucking like love myself, you know? And I, I think that's what is being projected to me right now, that when no one else will show up for you, when you feel like everyone else will leave you or abandon you, it's a matter of will you leave and abandon yourself or will you give yourself the love that you're seeking? Will you step up to the plate and take on that responsibility? And also, I just want to say, if anyone is dealing with an eating disorder and you hear this and you're like, oh, now I'm going to go look up and buy Ozempic. Please don't because it is so bad for you. Like if you don't have insulin resistance or whatever the medication is used for, it's so bad for you. Like (laughs) I felt so shitty when I was taking it, guys, it made me so nauseous. I got so dizzy and lightheaded. Um, It caused me to get breakouts on my chest. I got constipated. Sorry if that's TMI, but it's not worth it it's really not if you want to lose weight to feel better about yourself or alter your appearance in some way you do you but please do it in a healthy way unlike me um, and right I'm still learning and I'm still on this self-love journey so it's all about progress not perfection and I just wanted to share that little bit before I wrapped up for the day